Stories are the things we do for the ones we love. My name is Osadmebi, and every week I would tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Sheung Caleb, and it's titled Pixie. You can like to remove my head. What do you think? Anoma winced and shot me a stern look. It's one thing to complain, and it's another thing to complain while someone is doing you a favor. But I did not answer her. This is our weekly ritual. I help her with her hair, and she insults me any time the comb wrestles with tangled strands. On days when she is tired of complaining, she sighs, hisses, and curses under her breath. Yet, every Saturday, she leans on my door, not coming in and not going out. And then she stretches out her hand and passes me her tote bag filled with different shapes and sizes of combs, a blend of oils, and an assortment of products and hair accessories. I love it here. Sometimes we sit in silence with her head between my thighs as I part her hair and apply oils to her scalp. Apart from the occasional groaning, these evenings are usually encapsulated with music and scented candles. If you stress me, I will leave you and your hair alone. I protested. I always do. The first day I helped her with her hair, she swore I was out to get her. It's like my village people have decided to use you to take me out. She would complain any time I combed her hair too hard or did something I wasn't supposed to, like using the leave-in conditioner instead of regular conditioner. Boss, you can carry this your hair and go to the salon or you can allow me to work my magic. I would usually respond, and she would laugh a little too much, her laughter reverberating through the room and causing my stomach to flutter. Okay, sorry. But be careful. Don't be pulling my hair like you want to put on the gen. She picked up the book she had laid on the floor before launching into her complaint. I am going to try to be more careful, I said as I raised her head towards me and kissed her forehead. She smiled with contempt and returned to her book. Like any budding hair maker, I watched a ton of hair YouTube tutorials. And it wasn't long before I started using the natural girl's lingo. TWA, flat twist, twist out. Edges, shrinkage, wash and go, co-wash. And my personal favorites, no poo and pre-poo. The day I correctly identified Anoma's hair as 4C, she decided going to the salon or doing wash day by herself was a total waste of time. I mean, 
Why expend so much energy when your boyfriend can do it, right? I couldn't tell if her hair had grown since last week, but I know it had grown from when I started. That was before the world went into lockdown. It has been two years now. I remember when you used to look like a goat when we packed your hair. Now, look at you bragging with inches. I proceeded to braid the hair on the right side of her head. <laughs> the hair that I'm getting tired of, Sev. I'll soon relax it. <laughs> if you are trying to push my buttons, it's not working. I paused for a minute and turned her head to assess the look on her face. I couldn't tell if she was joking or serious. She has made this threat a million times before. I know not to take her words as true. Yet, somewhere deep inside, I was curious to see if she meant it. Hmm. If I want to push your buttons, I don't need to try. She pulled on the hair on my leg. And Norman knows I get infuriated when she does that. But she does it anyway. Hey! People have lost their fingers for less, I warned. And people have gone to prison for less. Just look at this one. It's bigger than the rest, though, she said, pointing at the hair I had just braided, as she looked into the mirror which had been sitting on her lap all evening. I cannot remember saying I was done. I picked up a comb to loosen the braid before completing the other side of her head. I think I want to name my hair. She's too pretty not to have a name. She looked into the mirror again to ensure I was doing a good job. I was killing it if you ask me. But Anoma likes everything done to perfection. So here I am, having every inch of my work scrutinized. You can name it MC Oluomo, since that is your spirit animal, and you are such a thug. I started to laugh, because I could sense the look on her face. I could feel incredulity rising from her face, into her hair, and seeping into my fingers. She pinched my left thigh as a sign of rebuke, but that only made me laugh louder. She pinched harder and I laughed louder still, until the pain became unbearable. Okay, 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 sorry. Ah. What name do you have in mind? I want to name her Ginger, but that is the name of my dead dog. I thought for a minute. No one wants to remember their dead dog every time they look at or make reference to their hair. Okay, so what other name do you have in mind? Mm. Azul. Like the tequila? I looked at her to confirm. <laughs> you are not going to tell anyone, especially in Nigeria, that you named your hair Azul and they don't look at you funny. No, like blue, Olon Femi, like blue. Then just go with blue. 
But your hair is going to be red anytime soon, so I don't think so. I examined her hair and admired the work of my hands. What about... Roja? Like a bribe? This my babe has forgotten she lives in Nigeria. Because why else is she coming up with these names? <laughs> but it's Spanish for red. And it is Nigerian for bribe. I'm done. You know what? Most days I like you, but today is not one of them. She looked at me dead in the eye and walked away to the bathroom. I followed behind her. What about Rico? I suggested. Mi cabello no es un niño. She hovered her fingers around her hair while looking at me like I killed her dog. In English, please. I had tried learning Spanish. I honestly had. We had the idea to learn a language while in lockdown. But languages and I are not friends. So if it's not Yoruba, it has to be English. My hair is not a boy. Rico is a boy's name along Femi. How about Pixie? The name is cute, but it's not helplessly delicate. Her eyes lit up at the sound of the name. I could tell she liked it. But immediately she noticed how excited she was. And Norma concealed it. Hmm. <laughs> that is actually a nice idea. You know, sometimes you can be reasonable. Other times, you make me want to scratch my eyeballs. She smiled at me and gave me a peck on my cheeks. So we are going with that name? I'll think about it. Sounds like a plan to me. I walked out of the bathroom and headed to my bed. I was tired, and Chelsea was about to start their match. Alone for me. She leaned on the bathroom door like she does whenever she wanted to ask for something. Yes, boss. I looked in her direction. Thank you. For what? Ugh. You are such an annoying goat. You want me to spell it out for you, Abby? Thank you for always helping me out with Pixie. She disappeared into the bathroom, closed the door, and I smiled. I love that goat to pieces. Sean Caleb is a writer who resides in Edinburgh. He's a communication professional who loves writing pieces about love, living, and dealing with emotions. You can read more of his work on Medium at Sean Caleb, and he has a substack called This Thing Called Life. You can connect with Sean on Instagram and Twitter at Sean Caleb. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, 
send an email to info at osadumebi.com or send me a message at osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.